0: Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio, episode number one. This is so cool. My name's Jim Cockrum. I'll be your host. And here's something strange. Hang with me for a second. But we've recorded 60 episodes at this point. What I did is, after we made 60 episodes, I went back and I listened to a couple of the first few episodes. And I said to myself, wow, we've learned a lot about podcasting since we started this thing. Let's re-record the intro to episode number one, now that we actually have a decent microphone and we kind of know what we're doing, we're figuring this thing out, now that we know that it's a top 20 business marketing show on a regular basis, bouncing around the charts with some of the big boys. Maybe we should put a little more effort into this thing. I had no idea what to expect when we first started this, but now we've got plenty of evidence that there's a lot of people listening to this show, devouring the shows, the guests and the content. And don't get me wrong. It's not because I'm awesome. That actually has very little to do with it. I have no professional podcast training. What I do have though, is an awesome team. And what we've built as a team is this incredible community of tens of thousands of entrepreneurs around the world who are using the internet creatively to launch and grow incredible businesses. That's what we have. And we love talking about it. And we love helping other people do it too. So don't think of this as the Jim Cockrum show. It really isn't. It is a show that opens up these doors to this incredible room full of entrepreneurs who are doing awesome things online. We love Amazon. bunch of us are very successful selling Amazon products every day. We've got multiple eight-figure sellers in our community. We love eBay. We love self-publishing. We love using the internet creatively to make money from home. That's what we do. That's who we are. That's what Silent Sales Machine Radio is going to be all about. Now, like I said, this is our first show that you're about to hear. I'm only changing the introduction. The original first show still stands exactly as it is, and I apologize in advance for the sound quality just a little bit. It was in a big room. I was the keynote speaker at an event in Las Vegas, and I'll tell you a bit more about that event in just a moment, but the sound quality, eh, it was a little iffy, but if you can hang in there, trust me, the sound quality over time of this show, we haven't edited any of the other shows, the sound quality goes up dramatically, and you'll notice that as you listen to four, five, six shows. I think you really need to listen to eight to ten shows of this podcast and get a feel for what it's all about before you decide if this is something you want to add to your regular listening. It sure beats listening to people argue on the news or silly TV shows that don't add anything to your life. You need to be devouring podcasts from people who are out there doing life the way you know you should and could be doing it. That's what I want this show to be about. Okay, so I was in Las Vegas. They asked me to be the keynote speaker at an event called ASD. Now, ASD is this wholesale trade show where over 10,000, I think they have like 10 to 15,000 people attend this thing every time. They do it a couple times a year and They have vendors selling products. There's people there looking for products to sell online. There's internet marketers and there's wholesalers. It's this big mix of entrepreneurs from all over the place. And they'd never had a keynote address before. They asked me to do it for the first time ever. I was so honored. Of course, I accepted. We had three hours of people in line waiting to talk to my team and I afterwards. We weren't selling anything. We just went there to learn and to love on entrepreneurs. That's what we do. We support entrepreneurs. We've got a huge Facebook community that's just for online entrepreneurs like you. It's free. We love giving away resources around here to help you grow your business. The only thing you'll hear me talk about is a $5 book, Silent Sales Machine. Okay. That's the book that started all of this when I told, started telling my story over 15 years ago, which is how long I've been doing this full time internet marketing thing, selling products online and launching businesses online. SilentSalesMachine.com. It's a $5 book. You get all the future updates for free. I'm working on version 10 right now. It's a 15-year-old book that just keeps getting updated. That's the only thing you hear. But wait even to buy that. You don't have to spend a dime with us. Okay, so there I was in Las Vegas presenting in front of all these entrepreneurs from around the world. That's what we captured and recorded for episode one. I thought you might enjoy hearing just the interaction with the audience and what it's like to maybe attend and, and hear an event where my team and I are presenting. So that's the first show and you're going to get three to five really good ideas you've never heard before. If you listen to this first episode, I promise you will. It's really going to get you inside the head of my team and I for a few minutes. Okay. If you want more information about this show, the only website you will ever need is silent That's the website that supports this show, tells you what we're all about. Okay, we're going to jump over now, and you're going to hear the presentation from Las Vegas at ASD. I hope you really enjoy it, and I really do hope you'll stick around and listen to a handful of episodes as our audio quality improves and we bring on some incredible guests, such as uh, my partner, Brett, who had $400 in the bank just a few short years ago. $400, that's all he had. He started selling on Amazon. He worked with our team. He has an eight-figure business now. He and his team, it's almost 60 people. His story is incredible, and he didn't have some big stroke of luck. He just followed the process. He stayed creative. He kept trying new things. He worked hard, and you're going to hear from him. That's episode number two. I mean, we get right into the good stuff with this show, guys. You're going to have a blast with Silent Sales Machine Radio. We're so glad you're spending some of your time, some of your online education and listening time with us. We're going to make it a great investment, I guarantee it. All right, let's jump over to Las Vegas, and I'll talk to you a bit more after the show. And I am blessed to introduce my friend, my mentor, Jim Cochran. Thank you. Um, We didn't go wireless today, so bear with me. If I, like, get tangled up and trip and fall, it's like, you know, but we'll be all right. Um, welcome, you guys. Thank you so much. I'm going to be up here most of the time, I promise. Uh, but I'm going to start off in the beginning. I just want to get to know who's here. Because ASD is a very interesting mix of international and people who've never done anything with the Internet and people with stuff to sell and people who sell full-time on the Internet. And it's just an interesting mix. Um, So I want to get to know you guys first. But The first thing I absolutely must take care of is to thank our hosts, ASD, inviting me. It was such an honor. Uh, Molly, you've done awesome. Thank you so much. She's kind of helped guide this whole thing and make it happen. So let's give ASD, the ASD show, the team... I have to give a plug to the ASD Insider. If you just Google ASD Insider, it's a blog. Uh, Kat, you've been on there, right? Yes, Sam Yes, and uh, several of the other speakers you've heard. Great blog, great way to stay in touch with what's happening with ASD year-round. So thank you to our, to our awesome hosts. Um, but I want to ask you guys up front a couple questions, and just raise your hand. We're not going to embarrass you. I'm not one of these speakers. I'm an introvert, guys. I get it. If you're kind of, kind of trying to hide today, like I hope he doesn't make me stand up and rub my neighbor's sh- I'm not gonna do that, okay? <laughs> I'm just, I'm not that guy. I don't like being in that kind of setting. But if you raise your hand and you wanna answer a couple of questions, uh, I've got a couple questions to ask you. And, and the question I'd like to ask, maybe someone in the first couple rows, because again, cat is tied to a cord as well, which is probably a good thing. Um, <laughs> What brings you to ASD? It's, that, it's a simple question. What brings you to ASD? Do we have a volunteer? First few rows. What brings you to ASD? we got one over here, Kat. I come to ASD every year, actually to both of them, but the reason I'm here at this time and place, my friend Jim, is to see you. Oh, okay. Yes. We're allowed to give that answer one time. Thank you. And you now we to want the real answers. Different. Brown-nosing the speaker does help a little, okay? But I want some real answers. Appreciate it. This is my first time to any kind of trade show, um, and I want to meet vendors and look for private labeling opportunities and of course to see you <laughs> okay you don't have to say you're going to want to see me great answer private label opportunities meet some vendors fantastic anybody in the front row has a product they're hoping to sell more of in here today vendors I know vendors are out there working the floor but how many of you have a product they have your own product and you want to tell us about it just real quick I mean this is your chance anyone have a product I have a men's underwear line there we go are you looking for models yeah that was like the best elevator pitch ever what else you need to know she wants to sell more of these what do you we, we i think in indiana we're kind of hickish sometimes i call them koozie is that mm-hmm. what it's called i don't know i don't know yeah.
1: it's, it's trademark a cozy. and it's a cozy it's official it's we a cozy like sorry
0: it. awesome Anyone else have a product you want to sell I want to share with us in the first few rows why you're here at ASD? Nobody wants to compete with the underwear models. <laughs> okay. I'm making this, the camera guys work. I this love is my first time as well to the show. I own an all-natural bath and body company out of Rockford, somewhat similar to Lush, if you've heard of Lush. So We have a niche of all-natural bath and body products. Looking for opportunities. to. I really wanted to come to classes. I want to start selling more online and start wholesaling to companies to sell my product. Fantastic. Great. All right. Well, I'm going to do one more. Someone with a product. Who has a product? product? Awesome. I have a product that's a skincare line that does seven things in one. And I've been working on a sample program. I have over a thousand sample requests coming in a day. Now I'm working on, and this has been for over a year. That's Now great. I'm working on how to convert it into sales. That's why I'm here. Awesome. I love it. See, you know, I kind of know who's here a little bit. I mean, we just took, that was a small sample. But we get a little bit of a feel. So I'm going to do a couple hand raise things. Okay, This is, this is genuinely going to help me. This isn't just a make-the-crowd-participate thing. I, this is genuinely going to help me. How many of you guys are here to learn a little bit more about how to use the Internet creatively in your business? That sounds... Okay, good. My instincts were pretty close. And then, seriously, if, you, if you're just kind of new to the Internet, but you've got a product that you're hoping to sell, does that... Hit anyone. Raise your hands. I want to see. I figured there'd be a few of you here. Okay, cool. That just gives me a little bit of an idea. And those of you who just raised your hands, I can tell you the people who raised their hands before you are some great people to get to know. Because that's my heartbeat, that's my passion is, and that's most of the audience that's gathered here today. We love using the internet in creative ways to grow businesses, our own, other people's. That's what I've been doing for 13 years now. I keep track of it. Because that's how old my son is, who was about to be born when I went full time on the internet. Um, I'll tell you more about that in just a moment. But, first lesson I want to give you guys is one of the most useful things that you can do while you're here at ASD is ask good questions. Because I promised in the title of this presentation, they asked me to help you guys make full use of the event and to teach you some creative strategies to grow your business. And I threw that word exponential in there. And I think some of the things I'm gonna teach you guys today or expose you to truly could exponentially grow your business, whatever you're in. And just so you guys know a little bit more about me, I wanna talk just a little bit why I do what I do. I spent, as many of us do, uh, the first half of my life kind of finding myself. Like, why am I here? What was I made for? What is it that I was meant to do with my life? And I just turned 47 a few days ago, so arguably we're at the halfway point, right? I mean, you know, over 100 maybe, but okay, we're at the halfway point. I want to spend the second half of my life losing myself and helping entrepreneurs. That's what I was made to do. And that's not my concept, to find yourself, lose yourself. I think that's a John Maxwell thing. But it resonates with me. And I'm blessed. I know a lot of people that never do quite figure out the reason they were put on the planet. I'm telling you guys, I've got it. And for me, just so you know a little bit about me, it's God first, then my wife and family, and then you guys. This is what my heart... Thank you. That's my heartbeat. That's my passion. I hope it resonates with some of you guys. But even if it doesn't, even if you think, oh, the Jim's that crazy guy that talks about God every time you speak. I promise, I'm not going to beat you up with scripture or anything. But that's what fuels me. And I believe the greatest business book ever written, and I promise I'm not going to preach, but the greatest business book ever written... Is the Bible, and if you don't believe me, check it out. Because that's where I'm, that's where I, that's where the whole foundation. You don't have to be you don't have to be a Bible believer. I'm not trying to get the Christians fired up. I mean, I happen to be one, but, but I'm telling you guys, even if you're not, I don't care where you're from, what your belief system is, what your worldview is. We can sit down and have a great conversation. I can pull things out of that book that. We're treating them like they're some kind of new and strange and oh wow look at this new concept. No, that, the Hebrews have understood that for four thousand years. I mean even you know every good business principle is already in there. So that's what I've modeled my business and my life after. That's what I credit my success for. That's all the preaching I'm going to do. I apologize if I, if I made anyone nervous at all or uncomfortable. Um, I'm really kind of a likable guy no matter what your background or world belief system is. So I'm not going to beat you up with that anymore. We talked about asking good questions. I'm going to give you guys some specific questions. As you're working the floor... Well, let me, ask, let me ask you another question. How many of you are a little overwhelmed by this whole thing so far, right? <laughs> okay, now, how many of you didn't put your hands up the first time, and you, you want to be honest, and, and yeah, it, it's overwhelming. Come on, seriously? I mean, it's just huge. And all these strange faces, and I know half of us are introverts. We'd rather be at home figuring out a way to do this on our keyboards, right? I mean, who's with me, right? And I'm going to... Stop asking you to raise your hands in a minute, I promise. (laughs) Um, But this is a very intimidating atmosphere. But if you just make one or two or maybe a handful of connections with people that you can work together and build something together as a result of this, it will have been a huge success. And I'm going to give you some examples of that specifically. But the question I want you guys asking as you work this room and work the floor... See, the good thing about entrepreneurs is we love talking about our businesses. We already, we already demonstrated that, right? We love talking about our businesses. So you can go up to literally anyone in this building right now and say, so what brings you to ASD? Make it a goal. I have a little challenge for you. Make it a goal. Let's do this. Every time you check your smartphone today or tomorrow, don't do it until you've asked somebody that question. So, what brings you to ASD? Because I promise you, I promise you, you will thank me at some point for having had the discipline to approach other people and just open a conversation. What brings you to ASD? No matter what's going on on that smartphone right now, it's more important to be building relationships. And I hinted at one of the ancient Hebrew principles of building successful businesses. It's relationships. It really is. I mean, we've got all the technology now. We've got the internet. And I'm an internet marketing geek. I understand pay-per-click and as search engine optimization. And you know, I do all that, build web pages. At the end of the day, your success in business is about relationships. It's about the people you know. As one of my mentors, Daniel Appen says, your capacities to succeed in business is directly correlated and tied to how many people would pick up the phone if you called them at 3 in the morning and said you needed help. Think about that for a second. The two are tightly tied together. How many people would take your phone call at 3 in the morning and say, yep, I'm there for you? I mean, the list, how many names are on that list? That is your capacity to succeed financially in a a virtuous, ethical way. Now, you can rob a bank without any friends, right? I'm talking about virtual, ethical, business-building models. The people you know, the connections you make. So I'm encouraging, ask good questions while you're here. Everybody likes to talk about their business. If you go to the mall after you get home this weekend and you walk down there, say, hey, so what brings you to the mall? People are going to think you're nuts. (laughs) Don't do that. But here, if you walk around saying, what brings you to ASD? You're going to engage in some of the most interesting conversations. So I I, I need to see a raise of hands just because I think it'll help if someone's coming how are you going to use that question in the next couple days? Let's just see. Okay, I feel better about myself. All right. I didn't just waste five minutes of my time. Here's another great couple of questions to ask, a couple of my favorites. What are you working on and how can I help? Those are powerful questions. I like to ask my team that. I've got a team now of, uh, we've got a team of about 70 people. Only a couple of them are employees. You know, Kat's one of them. She's on my team, right? She's helping us create content and helping us educate people on how to use the internet in creative ways. She's on my team. And one of my favorite questions to ask when I get a chance to connect with the people on my team is, what are you working on and how can I help? That's a great way to get a conversation going in a good positive direction. Make it about the other person. And maybe it's not anything you can do to help, but maybe it's someone you know. So I'm not talking about the old networking thing. One of the questions someone asked me before they came to this event was, Jim, how many business cards should I bring? You know, I want to bring a big stack. I want to make sure I bring enough. I'm like, I'm not bringing any. But I'm going to collect a whole lot of contacts from people that I can't wait to connect with later because I'm going to have conversations. One of the things I'm going to share with you guys today is the best business card you can ever have, though. I do like business cards, but it's not the things that are about this size. It's something different, and I'm going to share that with you guys as part of our presentation. Okay, a couple housekeeping things. Um, if you go, if you, it, you only have to write down one thing today. If you got your pen out and your paper and you're waiting for Jim to say something that's worth writing down and you haven't yet, just write this one thing down, and that's all you need to write down. SilentJim.com. That's a website. SilentJim.com slash ASD. And I've got my good buddy, Steven, who's back there. He's going to update that website. If I mention, we've got a bunch of links that I'm going to mention today. Those are all on there. If I mention anything else, he's going to add it to it. So, any important links or websites or tools that I reference, they will be at silentjim.com/ASD. J-I-M, silentjim.com. I I want to share just a little bit more about my story. Maybe you're thinking to yourself, "Why is this guy even up there?" Um, I've talked to you just a little bit about where I come from and my background. But the last real job I had, like I said, was about 13 years ago. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I want to build my own business. I was working at the time for Microsoft, selling software licensing, which was about the most boring six-figure corporate sales job I could imagine. But it paid the bills. I was good at it. But I had this entrepreneurial urge inside of me. I knew that I was made for something bigger, something more important inside, something more fulfilling, something that would look better on a tombstone someday, if, if you follow me. Like, what did this guy stand for? Oh, he sold a lot of Microsoft software. That didn't do it for me. I wanted to be the guy that enabled and equipped entrepreneurs. I wanted to be a, a, a successful stay-home dad who not only got to spend time with his wife and five kids every day, but was building an incredible business at the same time, working the hours he wanted to work, using the Internet in a creative way. And I knew it was possible because we live in a time, we're blessed, guys. Let's just put some perspective here. Not only are we in the wealthiest, most prosperous, successful nation right now, where you're sitting, the United States, in the history of man, by far, inarguable. We have the free tool, the internet, that can connect you instantly with people all over the planet and build business. I've built businesses with people that I've never met or seen in person. And we've built incredible businesses together. The internet makes that possible. It's the ultimate tool of connection and relationships. When used properly, it's an incredible power tool. And it's free. And we get to be alive at its peak. So I knew there was potential there. I wasn't satisfied. I determined, and this is, some of this is in the book. I'm not going to go through it. I'm not looking to sell books. It, it's $5 download, okay, guys? If you go to Amazon, Kindle, my story's more in there. But I was determined to be a world's foremost success story, using the Internet in a creative way and inspiring others to do the same thing. And that was 13 years ago, and our audience has grown. We've got hundreds of thousands of people now who have either bought a course or a book or taken training or coaching from us at some level. Uh, Like I said, our team has grown to 70-plus people creating content, helping people use the Internet in creative ways. So that's my story. Um, My definition of success, though, remains this. Having the people closest to me the people closest in my life respect and love me. That's my definition of success. Now I'm making some pretty significant money. I'm doing better than I ever imagined. I'm very blessed, but my definition of success remains the people closest to me respecting and loving me. And if you've got that, there's no blessing that outweighs that. Well, here's what I'm going to hit with the time we have left, and we're going to have a, we have a microphone in the middle. We're going to be able to ask questions about anything we've hit so far when I start to get towards the end. But the topics we're going to hit during the rest of the talk are, first, the gatekeeper strategy. Now, Kat talked a little bit about my buddy Mike Brown and his Super Bowl commercial. He used a very simple strategy to get... this is, Now, to put this in perspective, guys, this is the smallest business that has ever had a commercial during the Super Bowl. The most watched televised event in the history of man happened a few weeks ago. And the smallest company in the history of the Super Bowl had a commercial. Did any of you guys see the the Viking ship in the third quarter, the Death Wish coffee? You remember that commercial? How many of you remember the commercial but don't know who Death Wish is? You remember the commercial, right? A few of you do. Okay, he didn't pay a dime for that. I'm going to tell you how he used a gatekeeper strategy that we taught him a few years ago. I'm going to read the actual email, how we met and how we got the ball rolling, that allowed that to happen. It's an incredible story. I'm so proud of Mike. Uh, We're going to talk some more about Amazon, of course, which is a popular topic. A lot of you guys said you sell on Amazon, so we're going to hit on that. Um, Going global. Now, guys, this is my list of ways you can grow exponentially, right? because I promised that in the title of the discussion. We're going to grow your business exponentially this year. These are the topics. The gatekeeper strategy, using Amazon, going global, getting the best business card you could ever have. I alluded to that earlier. I'm going to tell you what that is and how to get it. Why you should focus on leadership, which is my favorite topic to study. See, the the rules of, and, and this is another ancient Hebrew biblical principle, guys. The rules of business and the rules of leadership and the rules of relationships are all the same. They're all the same. Once you know one, you're good at the others. If you're a good leader, you can be great at business and relationships. If you're good at relationships, you can be great at business and leadership. They cross. They intertwine so much. The rules are all the same. So I love studying leadership. Um, And then finally, if we have time, I may or may not get to hit on this one, but I love email marketing. And if you have anyone that's telling you email is dead as a marketing tool, please, please, please don't listen to them. Because they're so wrong. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I put half a million dollars in the bank. That's not you know, uh, net that's like pure cash into my bank account. I, I'm sorry, it's not gross. It's like five, half a million in one month thanks to email late last year. So, yeah, email works. Okay? It's about building relationships. It's about having people. I'll put it to you this way, and I'm not going to talk about email too long because we'll hit it at the end. But here, if I had 10 seconds to convince you about email marketing, it's this the most powerful asset you will ever have, I don't care what your business is the most powerful asset you will ever have is a list of people who can't wait to hear what you have to say next. And the most effective way to do that is email. And if you don't believe me, we can argue. All right? We'll talk about it. Come see me at the table afterwards. I apologize. I uh, underhydrated just a little bit, so I'm about to put away this whole thing of water. Um, I, any runners in here? Runners, awesome. Yeah, I like, man, I love running. I got out and got a good run this morning. That's what gets my brain going, but I just didn't drink enough water before I got up here. Um, so I'm going to be hitting this pretty hard. I apologize for that. Let's talk about the gatekeeper strategy, guys. I talked about Mike Brown, Death Wish Coffee. We've helped so many businesses with the gatekeeper strategy because it, a lot of my clients, they'll come to me and they'll say, Jim, I've got this great idea or this invention. Do you think this will work? I want to sell more of this product. Help me sell it. And I'll say... And typically they'll say, Hey, I've tried search engine optimization. I've tried Twitter. I've tried Facebook ads. I've tried uh, SEO. Um, you know, all these different strategies, but it's not working. Help me out. And I tell them they need to try the gatekeeper strategy. It has a 100% success rate, and it's not complicated. I'll start here in, de- in demonstrating. This is, an e- this is an actual printout of an email that I got from Mike Brown. uh, It was August of 2012. I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but basically said, Hey Jim, I uh, bought your free marketing book and uh, I want to tell you what happened. I sell coffee. I've tried every kind of online marketing. I was pouring all sorts of money and time into my marketing efforts. Nothing was working. I bought your book, picked up on the gatekeeper idea, tried it. By doing this, I set off a chain reaction that started. It got my coffee press on NPR, MTV CNBC, big market newspapers national radio shows you know this is 2012 I had to I, I had to hire some people, the business is exploding, um, if you ever want me to do a testimony I would love to, and so I called the guy and we had a conversation and he joined my mastermind my small group mastermind and we, we talked strategy, but all he did guys, the gatekeeper isn't complicated you don't need to pay anyone a bunch of money to learn it, here it is you, you find people who have an audience of the people you wish you had in your audience. Let that soak okay in for a second. So you go out and find the influencers. Because you guys all realize this at this point. Seth Godin called. You know, he has this book, Tribes. Right? You heard of that book, Tribes. We're, we are all now gathered together in these groups around our passions and our interests and those things that uh, are most interesting to us. We call, we call those tribes. So every tribe has its gatekeeper or the person who's kind of you know, heading, leading that tribe. I've got my tribe. There's 250,000 on our email list and those are the people who are interested in the creative internet marketing ideas that we share. That's my tribe. So if you want to get their attention, you kind of got to come through me. We're, di- we're divided up into these tribes, right? So he went, Mike went, to the people who had tribes of people who were passionate about coffee, the bloggers, the YouTube channels, the Twitter feeds, maybe the, uh, the culinary uh, news columnists. He spent exactly a day and a half just tracking down a list of names of who those people were. And this is the strategy. I'm giving you guys a multimillion dollar strategy right now. He tracked down who those people were. And no, he didn't bombard them then, spamming them and begging them to check out his product. No, he just sent a kind note, in some cases a gift basket, a sample, said, hey, let me know what you think. I'd love to connect. He supported them on their blogs. He paid attention to what they wrote and left comments. Everybody likes to be supported with fans who go like, hey, that was a great article. Trust me, it doesn't matter how big your audience is, how important and special you ever think you are, you never get sick of hearing from someone saying, wow, that was just a really good article. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I learned so much. People remember that so you go to these gatekeepers these influencers and you support them and you earn that relationship so what happened next for Mike he entered this contest thousands of businesses around the United States entered this contest and it was a social media voting thing um, we, our community got behind Mike as did a couple other communities and we voted for Mike every day for Death Wish Coffee and they ended up winning it was into it was the company that was behind it into it, paid for a five million dollar commercial. Five million bucks for a thirty second spot. They did all the production. They flew them all. I think it was to New Zealand. That whole crew of pirates. There's like twenty five pirates on the boat. They flew them all to New Zealand. Did the the special effects completely free? Mike didn't pay a dime for any of it. And if I had Mike on stage right now with me, and I said, you know, what made that happen? How did you? And he's selling. If you look, this is the. Greatest private label success story in the history of Amazon, I'm telling you guys right now. How many of you are into private labeling on Amazon? I'm telling you the greatest private label, small guy putting his own product out onto Amazon. It's the number one selling product in the uh, foods. Is Death Wish Coffee. What's the category? The organic food? What's the... Organic? organic? Yeah. I, I can't remember the category. But it, number one. If you just go type coffee on Amazon, you're going to see it's right up there at the top. He's beating Folgers and Maxwell House. Right, I mean, he's beating all the big brands. He's selling tons of coffee. And if he was up here on stage with me right now, he'd be telling you, it was the gatekeeper strategy. He connected with other influencers. It's that simple, guys. It's not some magical search engine optimization pay per click strategy. It's about connecting with real people, pouring into their lives, getting to know them, providing value, and then partnering together. That's the gatekeeper strategy. He will be. Um, by the way. Um, we've got a live event we do once a year. He'll be with us when we do that. It's in September. So, um, again, that link I gave you, silentgym.com slash ASD. We, we do our event once a year. It sells out in one day every time we do it. And people are mad at us because we sold out in one day and the hotel gets booked up. I mean, but, So pay attention and jump on it when it happens. But Michael will be with us, and he's going to tell a little bit about his story. He's one of the guests we'll have this year. He's already confirmed and booked it. Um, How many of you actively sell on Amazon? Let me see your hands again. I think it was quite a few of you. Great. I know you're dying to hear some, oh, Jim, give me some Amazon insight. Give me some, you know, I want to find more profitable products to sell. The best thing I can tell you guys to do is take those skills that you've learned selling on Amazon and learn to do other things with it. Because we've got a great course, the Proven Amazon course, which Kat has helped put together and we've got just an incredible community. To my knowledge, no one has a course out there that's sold more and helped more people get started on Amazon. Anyone Proven Amazon course users out there? Okay, just in this audience, you know, those are the people who have bought the Proven Amazon course. We're constantly adding value. New creative ways to source profitable inventory. I love helping you guys find profitable inventory, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that today. I'm going to encourage you into the model that the world really needs. And that is all these vendors out here. I was having a conversation yesterday with one of our students. And I said, there isn't a vendor out there on the floor right now. If you understand how to sell on Amazon and you attended Cat's session and Robin's session and you're starting to, to grasp this concept, so many of them are just intimidated by that. They don't understand how to sell on Amazon. They want someone to partner with them. And you can get paid very well to partner with them. You can. We have a course, uh, Proven Product Partnering. It's part of the PAC course, the Proven Amazon course. This is one of the modules, right? That's a lot of P's, I know. The Proven Product Partnering course. It teaches you how to partner with these guys, keep a percent, and get them set up on their own Amazon account. And you're thinking, Jim, I just want to grow my Amazon account. I don't want to have all these other businesses going. That sounds complicated. I just want to grow my... Well, here's the risk, guys. I've been doing this since the eBay Live days. Any of you ever go back to any of those eBay lives, maybe the Vegas? Anyone here from the Vegas eBay live? You were here, right? A few of us. I mean, it was huge. There was like, what, 50,000 of us here? It was huge. My favorite question back then for these eBay sellers was, what if eBay shuts you down tomorrow? Oh, Jim, that'll never happen. How many of you in here know someone who lost their Amazon account? Okay, that's a little frightening. Right? Am I saying stay off of Amazon? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying I would be irresponsible for you to, to, to just sit up here and help tell you how to explode your Amazon business. And I love helping people do that. But if you're not diversifying, that's the beauty of the Internet. If you build systems and diversify, one of the, the very valuable services you could be providing, rather than looking for stuff to just source out here and sell through your own account, why not hook up with some of these vendors and say, Hey, I can help you get on Amazon, your whole product line. It'll be your Amazon account. Not just mine. My buddy, Dan Hollings, he connected with a school district. This will get your creative wheels going, Amazon sellers. He connected with a school district. He went to them and said, I want to set you up on your own Amazon account. I'm going to help you get your own product. And we're going to have the kids do a fundraiser where they promote your product. So how many of you know what happens when you get a bunch of people to buy the same product at the same time on Amazon? What happens to the ranking? Spikes. So what happens to the people who are jumping on Amazon randomly in that product category saying, hmm, wonder what the best widget is? Oh, look at that one. It's selling well. It's popular. So that gets the momentum going. So did that help you capture a little bit of a vision of the possibilities? Help other businesses set up their own Amazon accounts. My buddy Dan has numerous Amazon accounts. They're not his, they're his clients. If Amazon were to shut down one, well, he's still got income from numerous Amazon accounts. So I like teaching you how to diversify your Amazon income. Um, And we'll, we'll take some questions on that, any questions that you guys have. But there's more to Amazon than just finding profitable products that you can flip and sell. There's a lot more to it. You've got to see it as a platform. Don't see it as the only business you'll ever need. Now I'm set, I can retire rich someday. It's not that. I promise you. I was saying the same thing to eBay sellers. I love Amazon, we make a lot of money on it. I think it's gonna be a great opportunity for the next decade. I think those of us who can find profitable products and then flip them on the internet, we're set. Will it be Amazon 10 years from now? I don't know. But it's the skill set of being able to find profitable products, being able to provide value to other entrepreneurs. Those are the things that truly get you set for life in this business. So don't get so married to Amazon that you don't come up and see. There could be danger on the horizon. Um, If you do ever happen to get suspended, contact us. We've got some great connections, people that can help you get restored on your account. Um, Anyone on our team can help you direct you in that direction, but uh, it's not the end of the world. Let's talk about going global. This is the other way you could exponentially grow your business this year. If you're not selling internationally yet, if you're only focused on one nation, why not go global? My first experience selling anything online was a pair of old Nike basketball shoes. I had some Air Jordans, some of the original ones. I bought them for 20 bucks. played basketball in them a few times. They got all scuffed up. And then this whole Air Jordan thing started becoming a pretty big deal. And so I looked in my closet one day and saw this box full of old shoes uh, with my old Jordan. And I showed my wife. And I'm like, hey, look, I've got some original Air Jordans. Isn't this cool? I want to set them out and display them. The guys will think this is so cool. And for those of you who are married, she was like, uh, no, that's not happening. Uh No. So that didn't happen. So I thought, well, what am I gonna do with them? So I went on eBay and I checked and like, wow, these twenty dollar shoes are worth seventy seven hundred I'm sorry, seven hundred dollars. I sold them to a guy in Singapore for seven hundred dollars. So here I am, a guy in central Indiana selling a pair of shoes to someone in Singapore for seven hundred bucks. I paid twenty bucks for them. I always hooked on the whole idea of international. So if you're not international, I've been international from day one. One of the most interesting international success stories in our community, Barrington, Uh, Is a good friend of mine, Barrington McIntosh. He lives in Jamaica, literally lives on a beach in Jamaica, and he is a powerhouse seller on Amazon. He's selling globally. He's helped us with much of our international content. It doesn't matter where you live. There are creative solutions to sell on Amazon, regardless of where you live. If you have an internet connection, you can sell online. You can build an internet business. Um, if you go to the top of the provenamazoncourse.com page, there's an audio there where Barrington and I first met and we talked about his story and he fills me in. Basically, he went to his store. He, he was a coaching student with us. We coached him, hey, find some things locally that people internationally might be interested in. So he went to his local grocery store and he saw some coffee on the shelves. And he thought, well, I wonder if this will sell on eBay, on Amazon. So he sent a few in and they sold. So he bought more at the store and those sold. So he went to the actual plantation where they bagged the coffee and said, Hey, can I buy a crate? Can I buy two crates? Can I buy 10 crates? And one day, the plantation called him into the office and said, You're doing something that we don't understand. You're our number one buying customer at this point. You're our number one sales rep in the world. We've got teams of sales reps that can't keep up with you, and none of them are representing you. You're like our number one sales rep, and we never hired you. What are you doing? And he said, well, I'll tell you what I'm doing if we can do a little non-disclosed thing and I can keep doing it. And they said, sure. And he told them, I'm just basically slapping labels on the coffee bags and sending them to Amazon. And they said, that's brilliant. They were intimidated by the whole process. He now represents numerous companies, in some cases helping them set up their own Amazon accounts, in other cases sending it through his Amazon account. And he's become an internationally known guru of coffee, Actually, Mike Brown, the Death Wish coffee guy, the Super Bowl guy, and Barrington, what we're talking about right now, and I, we recorded a class, coffee master class. And it's, The lessons are across the board to anyone selling on Amazon that wants to go international. But it's, we spend a lot of time kind of digging into the coffee niche in that content. Because arguably, they're the world's foremost experts on that topic now. But he went international. So if, if you're an Amazon seller and you're only selling in the U.S., you've got to pay attention to Europe. You've got to pay attention to Japan. Those markets are starting to take off. So go international. So if I'm giving you ideas on how to exponentially grow your business, going global was the next one. Okay, I promised you we were going to talk about the best business card you could have. Does anyone have a guess at what I'm going with this one? This one raise right your hand. Yeah, you guys know because I told you how to do it. And those two yeah, all the people on my team are raising their hands. What's the best business card you can have? Someone that I don't know. A book. Thank you, sir. What's your name? Don. Don. Hey, Mom, make sure Don gets a free book. That's my business card, by the way. Some of you are actually going to pay me for my business card today. How cool is that, right? <laughs> if you don't have a copy of it. It's the best business card you can ever have. You see, guys, we have a couple thousand years of author worship ingrained into us. If someone says, I wrote a book on topic X... Instantly, you're thinking, oh, well, he's the expert on topic X. It doesn't matter what the topic is or who the person is, right? You guys have all done it. Oh, this guy wrote the book on X. Well, that's my expert now. Why aren't more of us taking advantage of that? It's not complicated to write a book. My theory is 30, 40 years from now, writing a book will just be something everyone has done, and it won't have quite the clout that it does right now. But right now, I'm telling you, if you write a book on a topic... Instant expertise. You guys all have a story. As entrepreneurs, I promise you've got a story. You've overcome something. You've been through things. You've been through emotional heartbreak. You've gone broke. You've had successes. You've got a story. Tell us that story. Share that story. Teach us how we can better ourselves by paying attention to your story. You're an expert at something. Write a book and make that your business card. But I have clients that come to me and say, Jim, I want you to help me sell something. The first thing I look for is, do they have the potential to be a world's foremost expert in that niche market? Are they committed to it? Do they live and breathe it? Do they wake up in the morning thinking about it and go to sleep at night daydreaming about it? If so, if that's their passion and they don't have a book yet, buddy, we're writing a book. And it's not complicated. I could have them talk into a microphone. Here's how simple a book can be. Let me back up. I didn't, I didn't plan on spending this much time on this, but this, here's how simple a book can be. I want you to brainstorm, if I were to write a book, what ten things would go in it. And then put those ten things in order. Your writing's done now, if you want it to be. That's all you have to do. Put them in a logical order. And now talk into a recorder about each one of those ten things. Just record it. from Some free software, MP3 through your computer. Just talk. Give that to a transcriber and say, would you turn this into sentences and paragraphs for me? And maybe that person can also edit it for you. So there's chapter breaks and it makes sense and it reads well. You've got a book, guys. You go to createspace.com. Amazon owns that company. You upload your file. Have someone on fiverr.com make a cover for you. Createspace gets you your ISBN number. Guess what? You're an author. Done. Someone wants a copy of your book, they can order it. Print on demand, one at a time, off of Amazon. You're right there with all the other authors. You're a published author. It's not complicated. Now, we have a course that kind of steps through some marketing and things, and yeah, there's courses out there that teach you, but I've just given you 95% of what you need. The part that you really need is the motivation and the push and the commitment to actually make it happen. And it will be the best business card. I've got to tell you a, a little story about how one of the books just opened up huge doors for me. I was approached by a publisher. They said, "Jimmy, we want you to write a book about marketing." I alluded to it earlier—the the 101 free marketing book that Mike read, the Death Wish Coffee guy. He found an idea in there. A publisher actually approached me, and I said, "I, I don't want to write a book for a publisher. I get 25 cents, you know, per copy sold or something." You know, this, going traditional publishing versus self-publishing, I wasn't interested. And they said, "Jim, well, you know, we'll get you into new markets. There's some advantages here. We'd like you to do it." So here I was writing this book. I spent almost a year writing this book, 101. Marketing ideas. Free nonetheless. Like, that's that's a lot. If you go on Amazon, you can find it, guys. We'll email you a copy. Just send me an email. I'm not trying to sell books, okay? Seriously, I'm not. And every time I say that, my staff is like, oh Jim did it again. I'm not trying to sell a book. I honestly am not. The story is more important than selling books. So I'm writing the book, spent a year on it. 101 free creative ways to, to market online. Uh to market your business. And as I'm finishing the book, I'm sitting with my friend. His name is Kevin Ramsby. He lives in Detroit. About the time I'd started writing the book, he had been attacked in his home in the middle of the night by an intruder. And He's an inner-city pastor, one of the most just giving, caring men. He's got a couple kids. His wife and uh, my wife are best buddies. And this is the guy that I just have the most... Uh, most camaraderie with. He's an entrepreneurial, giving entrepreneurial pastor, basically, in the inner city. He loves seeing people grow businesses. He's helping people who have no hope, no future, actually start a business. And here he is. He gets attacked in the middle of his night. An intruder breaks into his home. He's stabbed multiple times. If you go to Detroit right now and you go to the worst hospital in the middle of Detroit and say, who holds the record for being the most brutally attacked and surviving? It's him. It's a horrible story. You may have seen him on uh, I Shouldn't Be Alive and you know, there's still miracles and all these shows they've had him because he's one of those guys who survived this atrocity. So here he is recovering. We're a year and a half, two years on the other side of him recovering and I'm eating some nachos with him watching a ball game at a restaurant connecting and I very distinctly had God tell me and I know it's crazy talk for some. God told you something? Yeah, well God said you've got to give all the proceeds of that book to Kevin and his ministry. And i would worked a year on this book, okay? I ran it past my wife. We talked about it. And to this day, I haven't kept a dime of that money. The publisher gave me a foreword. We gave it to his ministry. We gave every dime of the sales from that book to his ministry. But what that allowed to happen, here's the cool part, guys. Here's the lesson. I was able to, as, remember now, the book's being finished up. I've decided, and I told Kevin right at that moment. I said, Kevin, I'm feeling very clearly I'm supposed to dedicate this book to your ministry and to give every dime to what you guys are doing trying to help inner city youths build successful businesses and he, and he was floored and honored of course and I'm like I've just got to do it I've got to honor it well I made a little video I thought about it and I thought to myself God if if I had one person endorse this book that would just give it huge publicity and make it a huge success for my buddy Kevin who would that person be and I thought well Dave Ramsey you guys know who he is right and he doesn't know me. I'm not name dropping on you guys, I promise. If he walked past me, he would not have no idea who I am. But that name popped in my head. Like, that's the guy I want endorsing this book. And if you look on the back cover of that book, we got the endorsement. And that's not an easy thing to get. You don't just, like, hey, Dave, endorse this book, please. He's like, yeah, sure. He endorses books. So, no, it was very difficult. But here's what we did. Because I have an audience, I went to them and I said, hey, guys, if anyone knows anyone that works for Dave Ramsey, I've made a little video, put it on this webpage have him look at this video. It's a one-minute video. It explains Kevin's ministry, why I wrote this book, why we want him to help us out, and I just threw it out there as a long shot. I have no idea what's going to happen. A few days later, we got a call from Dave Ramsey's office, an email, and they said, please call off the, the hordes. Like, just tell them to stop. Dave's going to look at your book. And a couple weeks after that, sure enough, a little blurb from, and, and I never actually corresponded with Dave at all. It was his secretary's secretary's secretary, I think, that contacted me and said, he said, my secretary, secretary told me to tell you to tell, you know, Dave agreed to write an endorsement. You'll have it here in a few weeks. So I was able to, to tell the publisher, stop the presses. I've got the best thing to put on the back cover. And it was Dave Ramsey. And the book sold just incredibly. It was translated into Korean. I mean, I just got a check one day. And it said, hey, we've, we've translated your book into Korean. Here's your you know, $2,000 whatever. And, of course, I sent it right over to Kevin. We've been very diligent with that. But, you know, so using a traditional publisher has its place. But, again, it goes back to grow an audience. Be passionate about something. I personally believe this is true. And, again, this is an ancient biblical Hebrew concept. Specialization. You were put here for something incredibly specific and special that only you can bring to the world. No one else can duplicate it. I don't think there's anyone else up in the world that could have been positioned and brought to the place where I am. And the same thing could be said for all of you. There's something incredibly specific and important and special about why you are here. And I think it's worthy of a book, personally. And I think you should write it. And the evidence, I wouldn't say this to a big general audience of just random people off the street. Although it would be true, it wouldn't resonate. You guys are entrepreneurs. You understand that serving and building businesses is important. You under, you get it. You're out there doing something. You're putting some stuff at risk. You're working. So I can tell you with confidence as an entrepreneur, yes, you have a book in you. Please write that book. Be proud of that book. It will be the best business card. It will open up doors. You'll get asked to do interviews. You will be the expert. Call yourself the world's foremost expert at something. Embrace Embrace the label proudly and write that book. Uh, and we'll be, like I mentioned earlier, we're going to be opening up the mic for questions soon. I'm going to be wrapping up soon. Um, and we can take is our time with that. And then also, you know, out in the hallway, I'll be sitting at a table right around the corner out here taking questions about any of these topics. I'd love to talk to you guys as much as you want. Uh, but I want to talk to you a little bit about. Leadership now. Because all these ideas, every idea I've given you so far today is about how to exponentially grow your business this year. Okay, And maybe you're, if you're an introvert like me who would be just as comfortable sitting at home behind the keyboard trying to run a business, leadership is the next step that you've got to step into. Writing a book is possibly part of that. But lead. And let me give you an example of that. Did, did you guys know, I just heard this fact late, just a few days ago. From the beginning, the dawn of time of man till 2003 okay you got that picture in your head from the beginning of time to 2003 all the information that was created and gathered by mankind just volumes and libraries right of information we're doing that every two days now every two days we're cranking out that much content and information from the dawn of time till 2003 we're doing that every two days how do you possibly keep up no wonder we're overwhelmed and overbusy and swamped. You know what we really need? We need leaders. You know what we really need? We need content curators. That's what I am. I'm a content curator. My team and I test and try to break every idea before we ever present it to our audience. The reason our audience is so big and growing is because we take every idea and we examine it. And we test it, and we tweak it. We give it the sniff test. We can tell from a mile away the really bad ideas. And then the ones that get closer and closer, and they finally land on my desk and my closest team of advisors, like, okay, yeah, this one's good. Let's polish it a little. Let's add a little bit of touch here and there. And now it's ready, and we give it to our audience. And our audience goes, wow, how do you guys keep coming up with such great idea after great idea? Well, there's a process behind it. Just like you would go to a museum and maybe be impressed with the the different pieces of art they have on the wall, of the millions of pieces of art they could have chosen, why these? Well, there's a curator in charge of making those choices. And if you think about the information that is just flooding our culture every two days for coming up with as much stuff as we came up with for the first 2,000 years, you've got to consider being a leader with a book who curates content. Because the world needs more of us. I'm telling you, there's a huge vacuum of leaders willing to curate content. And as entrepreneurs, you're positioned very, very well to do it. You've got to get in the information business. Even if you don't write a book. It doesn't have to be physical pages. My first book, I mentioned I was a Microsoft software guy, right? So I'm sitting at a hotel, traveling away from my family at some convention I didn't want to be at. And I'd been making a little bit of money on eBay on the side selling my some of the first things but I sold the shoes I mentioned that earlier but I was selling event tickets I would get on Ticketmaster on a Saturday morning and I had my strategy and I would buy great tickets to great concerts Britney Spears and NSYNC back then were the big bands to try to get and you get tickets up on the front row and you'd sell them for 20 times what you paid and I'd flip them on eBay and I was making some money and there was a whole community of us eBay ticket sellers that's what we did at eBay live I think it was the eBay live here in Vegas There was actually a room committed, and it was about this size of a room, to people who sell tickets full-time on eBay. And I was in there. And I remember thinking to myself, man, that's a lot of people interested in this topic. I think I'm going to write a book on how to do it. So I got into the information business. I got out of the ticket-selling business, and I got into the information business. And I've done this so many times with my students. Once you get really good at something, educate your competitors. And that sounds scary. But you become the leader. You become the content curator for that niche. Let me tell you about Jason and Cinnamon Miles. They're not here, are they? I don't think so. A couple of my mastermind students. They started, they were selling on eBay. Cinnamon has just a a heart of gold. Jason and Cinnamon, um, great, great people. She makes doll clothing, you know, like dresses and things for the 18 inch dolls, the American girl dolls. So she would literally spend her days and nights just sewing and sewing and sewing and selling these things at a great profit on eBay. They read the Silent Sales Machine book. I think on Amazon, I'm pretty sure, they're the number one uh, most useful review. So if you go to Silent Sales Machine and look it up on Amazon, it's the number one most useful review is Jason and Cinnamon last time I looked. But So she was flipping these doll clothes on eBay, selling them like mad, but just wearing herself out. One sewing machine, just her. Jason doesn't know how to sew flipping them, making some side money. They read The Silent Sales Machine. I I call him the only guy in his 40s I know that plays with doll clothes. It's awesome. I pick on him. Um, He's not here, so I can say that. They will be at, at our event, by the way, in September too. But they read the book, and one of the things I challenge you in the book is consider taking that niche, that stuff that you're so good at, and educate your competitors on how to do what you do. Become the curator of that content. And if I can just jump forward four years without filling in the blanks, They now have, it's hundreds of thousands of people a month downloading her doll dress patterns from their website. They are curating content from 18-inch doll dress enthusiasts with their own patterns who sell those patterns on their website and Jason and Cinnamon get a percent. Millions annually of sales of doll dress patterns. They gave away their secrets, just like I did with my ticket book. Now, it didn't make me real popular in that uh, Las Vegas room full of people who sell tickets. They're like, oh, you're the guy that wrote that book. I didn't stick around real long, because <laughs> I was giving away all the secrets. Now everybody can sell tickets on eBay. You know, where do our profits go? You're that guy. But I got into the information business, which is what I, And they begged me, Jim, don't make us do this. We're going to educate our competitors. That doesn't make any sense. I'm like, no, you've got to become a leader, become a curator of content. Step out of the rat race. And come out where the fresh air is. Lead. Take some risks. So now they're a world's foremost tech. And he's gone on to write the best-selling books on topics like Instagram and Pinterest and creative marketing. And here's the most exciting part about these guys. They take trips regularly. They're in Zambia several times a year. They go in. They're training entire villages of young ladies with no economic prospects whatsoever besides the sewing machines and equipment that Jason and Cinnamon bring to their village. I mean, I could cry thinking about this stuff, guys. This this is my heartbeat. This is my passion. They go in. They take sewing machines. They take the the material. They teach them how to become fully self-sufficient, creating doll clothes and purses and selling them online. They're educating them. They're changing the economic hope and future of entire villages with the skills that they have. Now, they very easily could still be making doll clothes, making an extra $1,000 a month, selling them on eBay one at a time, But I have a challenge for you. Step out into something bigger. Lead. We need leaders. An entrepreneurial heart. Remember I said earlier, if you're good at being an entrepreneur, the rules are the same for leadership. The rules are the same for relationships. The rules are exactly the same. So if you're good at one, do the others very, very well. Nancy. Here's my... I'll make the point again. And I can tell dozens of stories. These are all just people. It, these are people who are in my mastermind group or coaching students. That's the only stories I'm sharing. There's just, we've got over a thousand success stories in our community at this point, And I can't possibly take credit for that. Information travels and spreads and people tweak it and change it. I'm just blessed to get to curate some of these ideas. But Nancy Alexander, I got an email from her. She makes wreaths. She's had fibromyalgia her whole life, and she makes these decorative wreaths. She weaves together the flowers, and just beautiful. One of them hung over our daughter's uh, crib for years that she made for us. Incredible. She'd sell them on, Amazon, on eBay one at a time, and then on, she's now selling on Amazon as well. But she'd sell them one at a time. She'd make sixty or eighty dollars, working her fingers in her little shop. And I'm so, I was so proud of her. And she came to me and said, Jim, I want to be a coaching student. I want to learn from you. I know what you're going to tell me. Just like you told Jason and Sin, I mean, you're going to tell me I've got to start teaching other people how to make wreaths and give away my secrets and tell them where my sources are for my materials. But I don't want to do that. And I could never lead. And I could never be on camera. And I could never present. And we took her through the process of getting her confidence. And now she is the world's foremost leader of a massive audience of mainly women who Create incredible crafts and sell them on the internet and she's their fearless leader. They know who she I, I was I was in a church recently in my hometown and someone came up and said, Hey, do you know that Nancy lady? You know, people know her. Like, I've heard you know that Nancy lady. I'm like, Well, yeah, I know Nancy. You know, she's become famous in that circle. She is a curator of content. She is leading fearlessly. She's sharing creative ideas because she stepped out boldly and said, it's not just about me selling my product. I'm going to lead others. So lead, that's the next step. And if you want to grow exponentially this year, stepping into a leadership role, getting out from behind your keyboard, asking good questions, get your best business card, these are the things. I love beating up entrepreneurs. You're not going to hang out with me, guys, and get tips on how you can be a little lazier and just chill a little bit more. Oh, hey, that's a great sourcing idea. Thanks, Jim. No, I'm going to beat the crud (laughs) out of you. I beat myself up every day. I challenge myself to these things, and I'm going to beat you up, too. But I think we need more of that. We need to be challenged. Our culture, guys, has put us, shamefully, has put business success into a category of yeah, that's an okay thing to do with your life if you're stingy, but what are you going to give back? I mean, those mean, evil, successful business people. And think of any movie where the rich businessman was the good guy in the last 60 years. Can someone name one? Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, says the camera guy. Nice try, buddy. I mean, the Lego movie. The Lego movie. What was the name of the bad guy? The kids' Lego movie. Mr. Business is the bad, he's the evil. Mr. Business is the evil overlord of the whole... Like, are you kidding me? I'm here to tell you guys, the rules of relationships, the rules of business, it's the same thing. And if you truly care and you serve other people... Again, as my, let, me, let me just quote my mentor, Daniel Lapin, one more time. He's, I could have you guys all hold up a, a $5 bill, $20 bill, whatever you have. You'd think, I'm, oh, he's going to take up an offering. No, I'm, no. I could have you guys hold it up. And I could tell you exactly how you got that money. Any one of you. I could tell you exactly how you got that money. We're entrepreneurs. You got that money because you served somebody. If it's a $20 bill, you gave someone $25 of value, and they gave you that $20 bill. You served them. That's the greatest purpose that we have. It's admirable. It's virtuous. Business is good. It brings us together. It connects communities. It makes us interdependent and reliant on each other. Business is beautiful. Don't let our culture tell you it's not. Don't let our culture tell you that, well, you, if you succeed in business, you, you better give something back, Mister, or otherwise yeah, that's illeg- No, that's not true. You're giving back every single day. Otherwise, people wouldn't be giving you anything in return. Lappin calls them certificates of appreciation. That's what a dollar bill is. It's a certificate of appreciation. I served someone in a manner significant enough that they wanted to show their appreciation and that's how they did it. So if you're successful in business, congratulations, you are a successful servant. The rules of servanthood, the rules of leadership, the rules of relationships, the rules of business, they're all the same. It's ancient Hebrew. I'm just dropping some ancient Hebrew stuff on you. I'm learning it myself every day. I love soaking it up the greatest business book ever written. That's my guide. If this stuff sounds crazy, that's okay. Do it your way. I'm just talking about what's really worked for me. And we've got thousands of success stories at this point. And this is the stuff we're teaching. Okay. I'm not looking to win over converts. I'm just sharing straight from the heart. What time is it? No one wears watches anymore. Oh, okay, perfect. Uh, you, I had a couple people leave. The second time I brought up the Bible, a couple people got up. <laughs> sorry, I mean, really, I'm not trying to beat you guys up. I'm just if you want to if you want to hear me talk, you're going to hear me talk. And I'll, I'll hang with anyone, dude. Trust me, I will hang with anyone. Talk about anything. I love worldviews and depend- But if you want me to talk, you're going to hear me talk. I talk from the heart. That's I know no other way to do it. I can't fake it. I'm sorry. Um, I would love to invite you guys. Be thinking about your question. I would love to invite you guys to our live event. We only do it once a year. I'm an introvert. I like staying home with my beautiful wife and my five kids. We homeschool. Two of them are special needs. Three of them are adopted internationally. Uh, one of our, uh, my little girl, thank you. Um, our little girl's from Guatemala. She's nine now. Just a precious prince. I talk about them. I miss them. I've only been away two days. What's wrong with me? Um, we travel as a pack, but we like being home. We like being together. We were able to go to Guatemala for 100 days and adopt her. You know, Guatemala, you may think Mexico is the poorest country in Central America. It's not. Oh, no, no, no. Guatemala is the poorest country in Central America. Barely had good internet the whole time we were there. My business exploded. My business exploded while we were there, adopting her as an infant. Because I've built systems. I've surrounded myself with great people. I've set things in motion. I've used the internet creatively. These are the kind of things. I've been doing this for a while now. If these are the kind of things you want, if this resonates with you, and and I think I'll share this with you too, guys, just speaking from the heart. One of the things that resonates strongest with me, I was talking with a, a gentleman over here earlier. I love seeing families come under the same roof, have a thriving business, be able to be a very active part of their children's education. Whether you homeschool or not, it's irrelevant. We do. If you send your kids off to public school, you're still a homeschooling parent. Right? the responsibility is on you not the school so when they come home you're making sure they're getting educated and making sure that stuff's lining up with what you believe right? so we're all homeschooler parents whether we know it or not they're learning at home more than they learn there but we get to do it full time from home my kids are in my business with me and I'm passionate about these topics and I'm grateful for the way God blessed my life I can put it no other way but if some of this resonates with you and you want to hang out with a bunch of people in a room a little bigger than this one for three or four days in September this coming year, uh, Jim Cockerm Events is the website where we're going to be announcing that soon and the details. Um, I'd love to have you guys come join us there if you want to get more of that and kind of see on stage some of the people I've talked about today, some of the good leaders that we have in our community, educating. Um, I didn't even tell you. Do I have – can I tell one more Short story, are we good with that? I mean, because this thing was supposed to go two hours, right? I'm not going to go five minutes, I'll be done. One of the guys we're going to have on stage with us at CES is Brett. And some of you may have heard the Brett Chuck story, but I just love this story. I love telling this story, guys. I, got it, I wrote a blog post, it's been uh, about three years ago. It was a blog post about eBay versus Amazon and how I think Amazon's kind of, you know, coming on strong and how to take advantage of it versus eBay. And I got a little uh, comment just a short little comment from a guy I'd never heard of before. His name was Brett and he said, "Hey Jim, thanks for your proven Amazon course. I'm making $1,000 a day." And that was it. And then instantly, someone else left a comment on my blog right below that. This guy's name is Chuck and he said, "Hey, I think that you're making it up. I don't think Brett is a real person. I think Jim is writing your com- you're writing your own comments. I think I'm calling you out." And here's what he said. He said, "I will give you $5,000." if you can prove that that's a legitimate comment and I don't know either one of these guys like <laughs> there they are so I did the first thing you would do I emailed Brett because to leave a blog to leave a comment on my blog you got to put an email address in like hey Brett just making sure you're a real dude and I'm kind of hoping that that's a real story <laughs> and he sends me back a screenshot instantly bam last 30 day Amazon sales you know $32,500, whatever it was. I'm like, okay, good. $1,000 days, day. It's awesome. Um, so I send that to Chuck. And I say, hey, Chuck, this guy's real. And Chuck's like, oh, how do I know that guy's real? How do I know you didn't just do? And I'm like, okay, so I go back to Brett. I'm like, would you be willing to get on a phone call with this Chuck guy? And Brett's like, at this point, I'm like, am I pushing this guy? I don't know. <laughs> He said, hey, whatever I can do to help prove it, it's legitimate. I'm very grateful. Thank you for the, the PAC course. It's been awesome. So yeah, I'll help you out however you want me to help you out. So I, I contacted Chuck, and I said, hey, you want to get on the phone? And at this time, I'm starting to research, and because I, I, Chuck left his last name. I'm like, who is this guy? I'll come to find out he lives in L.A. Like, he left his real name. I could look him up on, on the social media and track him down. I'm like, oh, this, this is, okay, he lives, I've got a picture of the guy now and uh, I'm looking up Brett I'm like, dude, he lives in LA too I'm like, well, oh, this is great these two guys live like half an hour apart so the, so the last correspondence I ever had with Chuck and this is a YouTube video that I made uh, that's gotten tens of thousands of views at this point tons of thumbs up I mean everyone just loves this story it like, hey Chuck Brett lives just like 20 minutes away from you man and he's going to drive wherever you name the spot you name the time We'll pick a charity in advance that we all three agree on, and you can write the check to that charity $5,000. Be the hero, dude. Let's do this thing, you know? Let's make it happen. And Chuck vanished. So, I haven't heard from Chuck in about four years. Um, you know, but I know who the dude is. He's a Hollywood movie producer. I know this guy. I mean, I know his name. I know where he lives. I know where, I know a lot about this guy. I check in from time to time. I even taunted him a couple years ago. I'm like, hey, Chuck. I could put your last name out on the Internet, buddy, or you want to write us a check? You know, I'm just messing with him. I haven't, I haven't called him out. I haven't left his last name or his picture or anything. I, that's not the, per- the point. The point is, I guess the point was you kind of messed with the wrong guy. Maybe that was part of the point. The point is we've got a lot of great success stories in our community. And Brett will be one. Brett now has a team of, uh, I don't know, 12? No, almost 40 people now. He has a team of almost 40 people. He's got an eight-figure business on Amazon. I didn't tell you guys the best part. He was a youth pastor in L.A. And he bought the proven Amazon course with the last $400 that they had. They had like 600 bucks in the bank. They bought the proven Amazon course, which is about 300. They had 300 or 400 dollars to put into inventory. He now has a 10 figure business on Amazon with a team of 40 people. And you ask him, hey, what helped you build that proven Amazon course that Kat and I and my team have have built? The the creative ideas. He's going to be at our event sharing the ideas. This guy knows. Amazon paid ads, like unlike anyone, he digs in and finds. And see, instead of going out and finding products to sell, he goes on Amazon and finds gaps to fill. Like, wow, there's a bunch of people every day looking for this widget, and there's no one selling this widget. He uncovers those, and then he goes in and drops the product. He says he found, finds dozens a day once you know the techniques, and he doesn't have a book. <laughs> He doesn't have a book yet. I have let him down. He keeps getting distracted, making all this money. I'm like, dude, you got to write a book. We've worked together, created great content together. But, but that's the quality of, the, of the, the people I surround myself with. I'm honored to serve with them. I love serving you guys. That's why I'm put on this planet with as much conviction as I can say anything else. God, family serving you guys. That's what I'm all about. Thank you so much for being here, for listening. We're going to do some questions in the middle in just a moment. Sorry? Email. Yeah, I, I ran out of time for email marketing, but I'll tell you what. Um, email marketing was a hand in the front. Let me tell you what we're going to do. If, if Anyone who has a silent sales machine book, remember, it's five bucks on Amazon. Five dollars. It has a link inside it to my $100 Everything I Know About Email Marketing course. I mean, you can go to You can look up Jim Cockrum email list building course and you'll see it's a hundred dollar course, but it's free in the silent sales machine book. So you spend five bucks, you get inside of my head for about six hours on email marketing. Okay. Sound good. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Hey, this is Jim. You made it all the way to the end. That's a really good sign. I mean, if you liked that episode, my friend, you are going to love this podcast. And like I challenged you at the beginning, Listen to eight to 10 shows or so and then make up your mind. I think we might become a regular part of your online educational routine. You do have an online educational routine, don't you? You are filling your head on a regular basis with great content from great authors and leaders and speakers and trainers, right? You are doing that. You should be. I do. I listen to great books. I try to get a book or two a week. That's my goal. So hey, Check this out. In the upcoming episodes, I'm going to spend some time with my partner, Brett. You heard me reference him in the uh, show you just heard. Okay. So you're going to meet Brett. We're going to talk about how he went from $400 to an eight figure business and go through the details of that. Here's what I want you to do I want you to subscribe to our podcast. Go to iTunes. If you don't have an account, it's free. Get in there. Subscribe to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Hey, leave us a review. As I'm recording this, I'm blown away. Like I said, we have now 60 episodes or so already out there we've gotten only five-star reviews, hundreds of reviews. They're all five stars. That should tell you something, right? So go jump in in there, leave us a review. If you've got some time to do that, we'd sure appreciate it. Go to silentgym.com, join our free Facebook group. There's a link right there for you, silentgym.com. Jump into our Facebook group. You'll see I'm not just making it up that there's thousands of us who use the internet to make a living, hanging out all day, every day, around the clock, from around the world, in that free Facebook community. I hope you'll join us. Well, hey, I'm excited for you to jump over maybe just listen to episode two right now. Is that a plan? I mean, I know you just spend over an hour with us, but, dude, you are going to love meeting my team. And let's start with Brett. He is an awesome guy. You're going to hear his story And I think it's going to really inspire you. And I think you're about to make a new, really good habit out of listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. So glad you joined us. God bless you. Can't wait to take this journey together with you.